Welcome back to the Everything Elam podcast, where we talk about life at our beautiful senior living community in Cheshire, Connecticut. Join us to discuss all things wellness, family, faith, lifelong learning, and stay in the know of all things Elam Park has to offer. Welcome back to another episode of Everything Elam. I'm Lauren and I'm here with Kelsey. Hi everyone. And today we're joined with Allie Bates and Megan Iacobino. So welcome ladies. Uh, Maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourselves. Sure, thank you so much for having us. Um, I'm Allie Bates, I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the clinical program manager for Rushford and Cheshire where we do group therapy and medication management services for adults with substance use and mental health diagnoses. Great. Yeah, very excited to be here today. My name is Megan Iacovino. I am the clinical director of outpatient services at Rushford. I oversee uh, Allie's location in Cheshire, as well as Avon, Middletown, and Glastonbury. Um, And we treat adults with substance use disorders and mental health disorders. Awesome. And Elam Park is located in Cheshire, Connecticut, and we do experience all the seasons in Connecticut, (laughs) including the, in my opinion, the not so great ones, um, just the the colder ones where uh, sometimes we may feel a little bit more down than normal. Mm -hmm. Um, So you ladies did a wonderful talk for our residents today about seasonal um, affective disorder. So maybe you can talk a little bit about that for our listeners. Great. So seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression. It typically uh, takes a seasonal pattern. So usually four to five months out of the year, somebody with SAD uh, will experience symptoms of depression. And then as the winter months progress and it starts to get uh, lighter out and the days get a little bit better, uh, you start to see those symptoms dissipate. And what I mean by uh, symptoms of depression, we're talking about, you know, sadness, um, you know, isolating from others or withdrawal, um, difficulty uh, managing uh, maybe tasks of day-to-day living, such as work, family, uh, social life, increase in eating or decrease in appetite, weight gain or weight loss. Um, aches and pains, which are just so prevalent in the winter months. We're talking about headaches, um, neck pain, back pain, and even some GI discomfort at times. Um, you know, and, and in severe cases, we also, you know, see thoughts of suicide come up for some of the individuals that we treat with depression. Right. And I, you know, especially us living in Connecticut, we experience the variety of seasons, sometimes when they're not expected to. Um, And, you know, I think it's important for us to really just be mindful of how the seasons impact us. So, you know, with the holidays and the winter coming, you know, I think it's very normal for us to experience stress related to family and finances and work. Um, But really taking a look at how those emotions, those thoughts really impact our behaviors, like Megan said, like, are we missing work? Are we isolating from social gatherings? Um, And oftentimes, you know, if we have that previous diagnosis of major depressive disorder or generalized anxiety disorder, um, a substance use disorder, um, you know, those symptoms can be even more so increased, like with the winter months. So... It's really important for us to talk about and just 
understand that it's not always holly and jolly during this time like we can be sad and own that and just talk about it i think it's interesting i feel like a lot of people are very open to physical ailments they see with the change of the season you know we have a season change and people you say oh it's my allergies or oh i I always get sick because of the change of season but they sometimes seem more hesitant to address the mental health aspect so i'm i'm so glad you guys talked about everything today and I thought it was interesting because for me, I, I I really love the seasons. I love fall. I love Christmas. And then you get to January and it's almost like those three months. It's just very cold and feels like the, the snow isn't as pretty anymore. And um, But you mentioned that for some people, it's the opposite. It's they follow maybe that summer pattern where they, mm-hmm. they get those feelings. So I thought mm-hmm. that was really interesting. Right. And, you know, that's for me personally, like the summer impacts me way more than the winter does. Mm -hmm. You know, there's this expectation that summer is supposed to be filled with vacations and being outside. Um, But that's not always our reality. And same for, you know, the winter months. It's really exciting to have the holidays. But once that ends, you have this chunk of time that's just time. So figuring out hobbies and stuff that you can do during those seasons where your lifestyle might be a little different. I think, tell me if I'm wrong, but working inside, a lot of us who work full time or more, spending all of our time inside, I feel like the change of light and day and everything affects us less than people that get to experience the outdoors more despite the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, when the, the less sun exposure we have in the winter months, it definitely has an impact on us. And individuals with uh, seasonal affective disorder or SAD are deeply affected um, by, you know, just changes in daylight already. So if you're working in an office where you don't have the luxury of having a window or being able to take a walk outside, um, maybe kind of changing up how you manage your day to do those types of things things might be helpful. Right. And even if you do have a window, you know, when you go to work, it's dark. And when you leave, it's dark. So you're seeing the sunlight just from the window, essentially. So like Megan said, like trying to get outside when you can. Um, I know we talked a little bit about other things you can do in terms of getting like a light therapy box, which is this cute little box that radiates this light brighter than you know your typical overhead light Um, and it provides you that like vitamin d that we would typically get from the sun but we can't because it's darker out lauren and i have talked in the past about getting one for our office i think this is the push we needed this is your sign (laughs) a happy light yes absolutely i mean who wouldn't benefit from that now i'm thinking one per one per desk, not one per office. Yeah. <laughs> Is this we where might... we put in the GoFundMe yes. account? <laughs> we might fight over it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that, yeah, I, I think it's just for some people, I think like you said, it could be the lack of vitamin D. There also mm-hmm. might be something going on um, even just with your body. You might have vitamin deficiencies or um, something that something physical that's actually affecting it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, what, there are a variety of causes to SAD, one of them being uh, low serotonin levels, which is essentially a chemical in our brain that allows us to regulate our mood. So individuals with SAD have lower serotonin, which also can be impacted by, you know, the lack of daylight and make them more susceptible to experiencing SAD or further depression. 
Do you have any tips on increasing serotonin? Yeah, Allie, you know, during today's discussion, we kind of talked about ways to kind of improve your mood, um, and that could definitely have an impact on, you know, your serotonin levels, some of which you, you know, can do on your own, and other times there may be a need to talk to a mental health professional. Right. And, you know, I really encourage everyone to reflect upon, like, what makes them feel the happiest, what brings them the most joy, um, whether it's activities or spending time with certain people, and really push yourself to increase the time spent on doing those things and being with those people during the times when you're impacted the most. Um, You know, activities, certain environments, but also, you know, sometimes these emotions and thoughts can just be too unmanageable. And I really encourage people to just talk about it. Um, You know, we don't have to deal with these negative emotions alone. So whether it's a therapist or your primary care provider, family members, um, you know, I know Megan and I are always happy to help provide people with referrals to either our Rushford locations or with our community partners. So, you know, even if you're not sure what this is, whether it's sad or just stress, like, it doesn't hurt to just talk about it. Um, So I'd be more than happy to share resources. I know we're going to leave some here at the office. Um, But for anyone who is familiar with Elam Park, Rushford is located down the street at 680 South Main Street. Come visit. (laughs) Perfect plug. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I I did want to touch on as well, there are some daily things um, you guys had mentioned, getting the light lamp, exercise, Are there any other things that someone can easily incorporate into their daily life? Absolutely. I mean, we all know that healthy diet plays a huge role in our mental health. So making priority to eat vitamin D rich foods, um, foods that are good for us. I know um, when we think about the holidays, we think about candy and baked goods and hot chocolate. Carbohydrates. (laughs) Yes, all of our favorite things, but really being mindful of not making that your only food pyramid for the season. Um, And yeah, I mean, sleep is important, getting the sleep you can, um, the light box, supplements, talking to your provider about certain supplements, um, you know, it doesn't hurt to get a blood test every year just to see what we may be deficient in. I feel like post-pandemic too, I think a lot of people, I think in the summer we typically see less people getting sick for the most part. And during the winter months, we're kind of all inside and germs seem to spread quicker. There's colds, flus, um, so many different things. So I think that can also be a trigger for some people that they might have anxiety about the sickness that might be involved mm-hmm. with the winter season and uh, with along with those feelings of just kind of generally being down um, maybe because of lack of sunlight or I think it all kind of goes together for some people. Right like let's not forget like the pandemic was such a traumatic event for all of us so to have that fear of getting sick again um, just plays on those symptoms of sad and you know I've never met anyone who had a cold and was happy and joyous so you know it all makes sense yeah and we talked about yesterday how for some people too the holidays we did a podcast episode yesterday um and we talked about how 
sometimes the holidays can be a trigger for some people, whether they're grieving or they've experienced some sort of loss around the holiday season. So for some people, it's hard to kind of have that joy when everybody else is, seems so happy and there's it's such a joyful time, but for some people, it, it may not be that way. And there's almost like a pressure to feel that. You know, right. you're supposed to have this experience around the holidays. You're supposed to feel joy. You're supposed to get together with family and the stress to live up to kind of those expectations, especially when you're not feeling your best, Mm -hmm. can just be an added stressor. Absolutely. I mean, taking a look at expectations versus reality, um, a lot of times, especially with sad symptoms, you know, we don't have control over a lot of things, a lot of external stressors, society, the weather. Um, I know we just had that weird storm this week <laughs> that no one had control over, but what we do have control over is how we manage and react to situations. So, you know, getting help, seeking help, doing these coping strategies that we mentioned, but also just giving yourself some grace too. You know, the expectation is not the reality for you know a lot more people than it is the reality for i think that's an excellent point i i also during the talk earlier someone had mentioned kind of leaning into you know how you're feeling in the winter if your body says rest rest again i love the phrase give yourself grace if you aren't feeling up for doing something maybe let yourself rest that's something that in the summer, I think people have more energy, more motivation because of sunlight hours and even just the chemical balance in your brain. In the mm-hmm. winter, sometimes you have to take it a little more easy to be at your full potential. Right. And, you know, also knowing when it's too much rest. So that's when we really get into those sad symptoms of, yes, we want to allow ourselves to have balance and rest, but if it's impacting your ability to go to work, like Megan had mentioned previously, then, you know, maybe it's worth taking a deeper look in to those symptoms. Maybe it's not just, you know, being mindful and self-care. I think sometimes while self-care is so important, we might use that as an excuse to stay home and isolate where, you know, that's not always the healthiest side of self-care. Right. And is it worsening our depressive symptoms? You know, is it increasing our sadness or anxiety or feelings of emptiness um, by not, you know, being around others? And one of our residents asked this during the talk today, but when when do you recommend somebody go seek professional help? Yeah, as soon as, you know, they they become aware and it might not necessarily be sad, but maybe they just need to talk about what's going on and allow a mental health professional to evaluate them. But I would say, you know, if it's, if it's interfering with your life in some way and you're not finding enjoyment in things that you once did, or you're isolating from loved ones or loved ones are seeing behavior changes with you, it might be a good idea to, have a talk with your primary care provider or seek out Allie or I and ask for a referral uh, to a mental health provider. We'd be happy to help. Yeah, and you know, watching how your behaviors are impacted. So are you self-medicating in certain ways? So that can look like alcohol, drug use, shopping, gambling, eating. Um, So if you notice increases in any of those behaviors as a way to 
manage those more negative emotions, more negative thoughts, like that's a pretty big behavior shift, a pretty big impact. Um, And, you know, a lot of our social events during this time of year do involve shopping and drinking. So, you know, it's worth a conversation with friends, family about what they notice, what you notice, all those different kinds of shifts. I can't tell you how many times we've had patients come into our facility and say, like, I I just don't know what's wrong. Like, I'm just not feeling myself. And it's through that discussion that we say, like, hey, you know what? Yeah, you may not have a mental health disorder. You may just be really struggling to cope with the stressors of daily life. And we can help individuals manage that as well. Right. And I think, I mean, that was my favorite part of the presentation we gave today is, You know, I think a lot of people are hesitant to seek out help because they say, you know, my problems aren't as bad compared to other people or, you know, I'm just struggling. I just need to be better at managing it. But that's not the case. Um, We all experience stuff and we all are worthy of support and there is support available. I don't know if this is fact or just my own experience, but do you see a difference generationally on people that are a little more open about their mental health or people who still feel that stigma enough to maybe not reach out? Yeah, I think it it goes back to, you know, who walks into our office and seeks help? You know, there are so many individuals that don't make it through our doors um, that go undiagnosed and unsupported. And I mean, if we look at SAD specifically, there are millions of Americans that deal with SAD, but there's probably way more um, who are dealing with it and who are undiagnosed and not feeling supported. Um, so they kind of fall under the radar. Uh, so I think, yeah, generationally, we definitely you know see that, but there are so many people that just aren't making it through our doors that need to. Right. And, you know, if you are listening to this podcast and you're thinking, huh, like, I'm not really sure if I have sad or depression, um, but something just feels off, it's worth talking about. Um, You know, I think a lot of people just think, you know, this is my reality. Um, You know, I'm always kind of in the in between happy and not happy. And that's just where I live and I'm okay with it. But That doesn't need to be where you live forever. I would love for people to think about their mental health like the rest of their health. Mm -hmm. If you had a stabbing pain in your side for a month, not everyone, but most people would go to a doctor. Mm -hmm. If you have something that just feels wrong, it's okay to go talk to someone. And you don't Mm -hmm. want to wait so long where it gets to a point where it feels out of control. You really want to Mm -hmm. kind of go... go seek help and at least talk about it with family and friends and you might be surprised how many people understand exactly how you're feeling right absolutely in preparation of bringing you all in advertising this talk to the residents to the community you know the number of people that came up and said thank you for having this talk you know I definitely think this is something that I go through Mm. it was everyone I talked to about it you know, mm-hmm. I'd say, you know, seasonal depression, they go, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I think it's it's something that is a shared experience more than people think about. Yeah, and we're so grateful to have this experience today and join you on this podcast because for the individuals who couldn't make it today for mm-hmm. whatever reason, they now have access to some really great information and resources um, that we're just really happy to share about.
Mm-hmm. And I often hear in the springtime people that said, oh, I never think about myself having seasonal depression until we get that 50 degree day in the spring. <laughs> and I go, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then living in New England a couple days later, it's back to snowing or well, back that's to true, isolation. Right? <laughs> right. Back to isolation and hibernation. Yes. Yeah. But we like to keep it positive on this podcast. So the good thing is we get so much variety here in Connecticut. We get yeah. the beautiful fall season and we can go apple picking and then we have... Sometimes we get snow at Christmas time or the holiday season and then skiing and snowboarding is so fun. And then finally it starts to get light out again and the flowers bloom. And <laughs> You know, this is a little off topic, but just a moment of joy in, in my week was my, I have a family member that lives more north than here. And they got a few inches of snow the other day. Mm. And their very young child woke them up going, it's Christmas. <laughs> oh. And that just, you know, that brought a little joy to my life. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to our first snowfall. Even though I'm not a fan of winter, I absolutely um, get affected by the limited daylight hours in the winter. I really look for those little bits of joy. And I love snow as long as I don't have to drive in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and here at Elam Park, we're very pet friendly. So I think yes. we have so many cute puppies that come to see us That's in the true. office. And our residents love <laughs> seeing them. And they we do we sometimes have uh, therapy dogs come to visit our residents uh, during great. certain times of the year. And this week, uh, for me, a moment of joy. We had a family member come and they brought their dog and the dog is so cute, so it, it just Aww. made us so happy. <laughs> that dog, the owner asked, has the dog won the dog of the week yet? And we went, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Every day. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that. And that's really what we wanted to drive home to is, you know, we have the power to reframe our thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is cold, it is dark, but there is so much joy and positivity that we can find if we allow ourselves to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I kind of mentioned it earlier, but for me, I, I do sometimes view the winter as being more negative, but I think I've tried to reframe my mindset a little bit. And I, I think happiness is a mindset and choosing joy every day and having those small moments of gratitude for me has been so important and mm-hmm. just being thankful every day to wake up and live another day. So mm-hmm. I've been able to kind of, even though it may feel a little colder, darker, um, mm-hmm. it's still, the sun is still shining and it's not every day, but it's still important to kind of have those moments of gratitude. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Allie and Megan, thank you so much for being on today. And uh, maybe you could just kind of reiterate those resources again one more time for our listeners. And for our residents here, uh, we'll drop some resources off in Bonnie's office. She is our Director of Assisted Living. Um, So definitely feel free to reach out to Bonnie um, or a staff member if if you uh, are interested in those resources or feel like you need some help. Yeah, so the resources that we have, um, I do have a flyer on just a brief overview of what SAD is, as well as a Cheshire Rushford program flyer, um, which has my contact information. But then we have some resources on the suicide prevention hotline. Um, That number is 988, so you can text or call that at any time. Um, It's, you know, free and available to everyone, so those resources are available. Yeah. And, you know, if you're really struggling with depression and experiencing, you know, suicidal thoughts, it's important to go seek out help. Um, Speak with your doctor. Um, You can uh, go to your local emergency room. There are social workers there and mental health providers that can assist you in managing these symptoms. You do not have to deal with this alone. There's help out there. 
Well, thank you again for coming on, and thank you to our listeners. And Cheshire is very lucky to have you both. Oh, thanks thank for you. Having us. <laughs> and we'll catch you on the next episode.